0: Um, Might China feel emboldened to move on Taiwan in light of uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Would the international community react the same way? Would we find the same uh, desire to, to respond, the same kind of consensus? I don't know. Now, China's walking a fine line in response to all of this, and I'm sure watching very closely. You know, they're saying the right things, even though we saw how they uh, voted or or abstained, rather, didn't vote at the U.N. Security Council this week. But China's foreign minister spoke with Ukraine's foreign minister. China's made some statements about wanting to see a a resolution to all of this. It's an interesting uh, piece this week in The National Post looking at this question and how the West reacts to Ukraine could determine the future of Taiwan. So joining us to talk a bit more about uh, these questions and what this might all mean. Very pleased to welcome the program here this afternoon or this morning. Uh, the author of that piece, uh, Ethan Liu, is a journalist and author. His latest book is called Once a Bitcoin Miner, a fascinating look at the world of cryptocurrency. Ethan, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Rob, good to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, likewise. Um, yeah, it was an interesting piece you had this week. And, and you know, you touch on something that, that's kind of fascinating about the situation right now and this fine line that China's trying to walk here. Uh, they, they remain close to Russia here, obviously, maybe trying to put a little bit of distance. What, what have you made of, of some of the statements and uh, reports we've seen in the last few days? Yeah, it's a,
1: it's a very delicate dance that China is trying to do. It it has called for dialogue, has offered to mediate, it has even said that it was highly concerned. But at the same time, China has not said a word, a single word, to condemn Russia, and it has even used Moscow's this post-truth term of calling it uh, not an not an invasion, but uh, a special military operation. And uh, I think clearly, China wants to appear as uh, as trying to be peaceful, but also this situation, it benefits China greatly.
0: How dissuaded might China be, though, in seeing the international reaction to, to Russia's invasion and, and the sanctions that Russia has faced, just how isolated Putin has become? As I alluded to, I, I don't know if the world would respond the same way to China, but what, what do you think China makes of that that international response?
1: Yeah, I think that, that's the that that's a good question and I think it will it will depend on how events unfold because we are still in the middle of it I think China after all it's it's not like Russia Russia is a declining power but China is on the rise and has yet to realize its full potential all these measures that the world has uh, enacted against Russia will they be as effective against China maybe China can stomach more pain should it choose the move against Taiwan so I think how this ends for Putin will will affect how China plans for Taiwan.
0: I'm sure in the minds of of um, you know China's government that it's a different situation, right? That they see Taiwan as a breakaway province. So I think we see the parallels, uh, maybe. But what what do you think that that the Chinese government makes of these parallels? Oh, I think they see it
1: as exactly the same thing because. Uh, Vladimir Putin, he definitely sees Ukraine as a breakaway province, and I think this isn't just my opinion, but he has written about it. He has said that uh, his entire worldview was formed when the Soviet Union collapsed, and I think everything he's doing is trying to uh, get Russia back to its former glory, and I think that's what motivates China as well. And, you know, although the history of those two territories are different, but Definitely in Ukraine, China sees Taiwan.
0: As you write in your piece, though, you know, China's going to be smart about this, that they're not just going to look at Russia invading uh, Ukraine and say, oh, this is a great idea and just, you know, invade Taiwan. But what do you think they're watching? What do you think they're learning through all of this?
1: Well, I think uh, number one is the the whole theater of public uh, public perception and I think that's something that Russia has not anticipated and uh, both outside how how unpopular this war is and also inside Russia how unpopular it is and also according to reports how unpopular it has been uh, for for Russian soldiers and a lot of surprises have popped up for Russia and I think China's watching for all of them you know uh, Russia's mistakes will be China's lessons
0: What's your sense of how worried people in Taiwan are about the situation? Because, you know, we've certainly seen uh, maybe more aggression from China recently that that has clearly unnerved uh, folks in Taiwan. But what's your sense of the mood there?
1: Yeah, I I think people in Taiwan are very worried and they have been watching this. I think uh, not just the current event. I think they've been worried for years because they've seen what happened to Hong Kong. And they've seen what happened to Ukraine in 2014. I think they've been watching throughout, and you know the the messages coming out of Taiwan now, it's, there's a lot of fear
0: there. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, by the way, and, and what we have you on the line, I mean, we mentioned uh, your book, obviously you've been uh, actively involved in the world of cryptocurrency uh, in, in recent years. You wrote a book about it. As we're talking about China, just of course, uh, within the last few weeks here, China has moved to ban Bitcoin, and in fact, all cryptocurrency transactions what do you make of that? Uh, so I, I think China
1: is, it's among the the first countries to really uh, grasp the the power of cryptocurrency, but I, I think they, they they've grasped it the wrong way. And yeah. why China is banning all these uh, all the crypto is because China has its own coin, this digital yuan, and it's I think according to many experts that is also a tool to undermine uh, what it seems to be American hegemony, but and that that's I think the rationale for banning all the other coins. It doesn't want comp- competition.
0: Well, I mean, certainly there there had been a lot of Bitcoin mining uh, happening in China. What, what does it mean for the cryptocurrency community?
1: Huh. So the, a while ago, China banned mining completely, and it, it had driven a lot of miners out of China, and they ended up settling elsewhere. And uh, the magical thing about crypto is that that didn't really affect it that much. Crypto is its uh, theoretically, uh, Bitcoin especially, it's very decentralized. So no one party uh, controls it. And there actually were fears at the time that because of all this mining concentration in China, that uh, China can do something to it. But it appears that that didn't
0: work. Well, we'll watch how that all plays out. We mentioned your book. It's called Once a Bitcoin Miner. Uh, your latest, it's uh, up at nationalpost.com and uh, much more at ethanlu.com. L O U. Ethan, uh, always good chatting with you. Thanks for making some time for us here today.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Likewise. All the best. Uh, that is author and journalist Ethan lu His latest, as mentioned up at the National Post, on uh, how the West reacts to Ukraine could determine the future of Taiwan. And uh, pick up his latest book, especially if you're interested in the world of uh, cryptocurrency, some of the history uh, of cryptocurrency. His book is called Once a Bitcoin Miner, Scandal and Turmoil into Cryptocurrency Wild West.